episode 201, Deep Introspection Experience. This is the Ericast for the week of December 9, 2012. From Ericast.com. Ericast.com. Welcome to the Ericast. All right, here we are off and running with the next 200 episodes. So, episode 201. Um, speaking of numbers, you know, we should celebrate episode 206 because that's the area code that the K7.net listener feedback line is based out of. We should like do an interview with the K7.net people or something and say, why are you giving away really cool free telephone services? Uh, but in the meantime, you can use those services. Make sure I don't lose them. So, please do call in 206-339-3742. The listener feedback line, which conveniently spells out 206-339-ERIC. Super cool how it kind of works out that way. E-R-I-C. Please spell ERIC correctly with no K or H or anything strange like that. Best way to get feedback to me. In fact, such good feedback that you might be thinking, Hey, that episode title sounds really familiar. And yes, indeed, that episode title is the title that Chad gave me from his last call celebrating episode 200. And I thought, I like that episode title, so I'm going to use that episode title. But then you have this really weird constraint of having someone else say, I want you to podcast on this topic. And it's not even like a really broad, vague topic. Topic, you know, Let's talk about squirrels. Well... What kind of squirrels do you want to talk about? Sure, but deep introspection experience. That's that's kind of a tall order, but I'm up for it. I am. So, uh, we're doing this on Thursday, the, the something. What is it? So, uh, when I talk about current stuff, Thursday, December 13th. Uh, it is not nearly as cold out as it was, but the furnace is still about to kick on. I would try to work around the timing on that, but part of that's just kind of the aircast thing, you know? You hear the air conditioning in the summer, the furnace in the winter, and you get the full Minnesota meteorological experience. I'm not even going to talk about how hard it is for me to pronounce meteorological or meteorology or mete- meteorology. Yeah, you see, I can't, I only want to go there. That word and the word for the little Egyptian pictographs that are on, like, the tombs. It starts with the word H and ends with glyphics. I can't pronounce that one either. But the rest of the words in the English language I'm pretty good with. Okay. The other thing, special treat. So Chad listened all the way to the end. And Chad had sent me a a request. Uh, I forget how. I think probably through Facebook. Because I was fighting a cold. I was really going to be on track for a good marathon run to the end of the year with, with, uh, with Aircasts. And then I got clobbered with this cold, and the first thing that happened is my voice went, and that's, that's like a bad sign, because that's usually like the very last thing. People say, oh, you sound terrible. And I say, actually, I sound pretty good. Boy, I realize, you know, I feel pretty good, but I end up realizing, actually, I feel pretty good. Because my voice is usually the last thing to go in the whole like cold thing that was not the case for this one it was the first thing that went and it was all downhill from there so i was i was really kind of a mess for a stretch but the past couple days the first first days i've really kind of felt back in the groove so anyway sorry for all the rambling but i need to kind of give you a little bit of context so deep introspection experience um and by the way this morning i met with joseph ruder and if you don't know Joseph Ritter, you need to. 
trying to think what all I could link to with the um, with the podcast notes. I said I I told a colleague this morning that it's rare for me to have that experience where you meet someone where you just think I just want to sit at your feet and learn because whatever you say is interesting and it's not like an echo chamber you actually do have a different perspective than I do so I get to learn things and it was just really really cool so maybe I'll start touching on uh, topics from him but that came on the heels of what actually was a deep introspection experience so for those of you uh, which is really great Chad I mean if I hadn't um, if I'd just done some different podcast on the topic it would have been kind of weird because well now I've had a deeper introspection. I suppose that would still be a three-word title. Um, but sometimes these things just kind of drop in your lap, and so that's that's what that's that's kind of what happened. I, I learned something about myself. I'm going to share that if you have the patience to listen. I'll try to make it sort of brief. Um, and it was it it's <coughs> excuse me, still the cold. It surprised me to have this insight pop up in front of me because I've kind of done the whole reflection assessment thing. Um, a classmate from my HRD days referred to me as an assessment junkie, so um, I can't rattle them quite off the top of my head, but you know, I know my strengths finder thing. I've done the Myers-Briggs stuff. I've done all that. And I was talking to, you know, talking to somebody who was, was, you know, sort of Humorously criticizing people that are all big on these reflective self-assessment things, and they they know all their letter codes like it's some sort of cult. And my reaction to that, which I didn't I didn't say, but my reaction was, well, as an expressive, enthusiastic Myers Briggs INTP, I don't quite know how to react to that. I'll have to reflect on that. So, I, you know, I I, mean, I do know my 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 letters. I hope it's not really cult-like, but. But the point, we had a re- really good conversation, because the point was, if you take that and then use it as license to, to have problems or issues or whatever, or dismiss things, that's bad. Bad, bad, bad. You don't want to say, well, I'm an introvert, therefore I can't deal with people. It's, well, that's, no, that's really a horrible way of approaching things. But to say, well... Really, on that scale, in that context, I'm an introvert. I'm not energized by being with people, and so I need to know to give myself some space to recharge individually, alone with something reflective, if I'm going to be in experiences with people. Um, or if I'm stepping into that, it's okay for me to feel you know, tired or uncomfortable from that, and that's something I can work through. I think that sort of reflection is good to know how am I likely to feel in this situation and let's accommodate or adjust or prepare for that but to say oh well because of that I can't do this or, you know, I'm, I'm not very structured therefore I can't do a project plan and everything's going to be chaotic well that's you know, don't do that now that said you might not want to be the one that's supposedly organizing the project plan maybe that's not where your gift is but you know whatever okay so don't don't can't excuse the bad behavior, but it's sort of good to reflect on this. Okay. So what that made me realize is that I'm being a pretty reflective person, 
if I act on something, I have acted with intent. If you see me actually doing something or saying something or taking some step or proposing something, there's a whole lot of stuff in the background from that. Perhaps too much. That might be the, the flaw that you have to be careful of. Um, but I know some people who are kind of that ready, fire, aim approach. Um, I'm really not that way. And uh, so this is interesting. Tangent. It makes forgiveness hard. It's probably too honest, but I'll be I'll be honest. Because sometimes you run into weird things where like somebody I've lived long enough that you know occasionally people say mean things to you, right? And if they then experience remorse for having said a mean thing to you, they will say something like, Oh, I'm sorry I didn't mean that. I I mean, to the point of this might actually be a psychological deficiency, and I think they tell you you're not supposed to admit these things. I don't know. I really have trouble with that because I, I legitimately don't quite understand what that means. I mean, unless you were under the influence of some sort of medication, had an episode of Tourette's, something where the words that you were saying literally were not, they were just random babbling and I'm so sorry that I called you a rhinoceros. I don't think you're a rhinoceros. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry I said that. Sorry to hurt your feelings. That just came out. It was because of the barbiturates. I mean, that, okay, that sort of thing. That I understand. But short of that, and then even get to the ethics of, well, if you intentionally took a barbiturate, okay, fine. But short of that sort of thing, I really don't understand. I mean, I intellectually acknowledge, but emotionally, I don't understand how people can say things they don't mean. I can understand saying something that was based on incomplete data. Um you know, I am, I am so sorry that I accused you of shoplifting the lollipop when in reality you were distracted helping the person who fell in the aisle and it slipped into your pocket at the time and you didn't know that it was there and you walked out with the lollipop in your pocket and I accused you of shopping when you were shoplifting it and it was really unintentional and I should, I, even if I operated with all the data that I had and it was a reasonable conclusion, I didn't intend to hurt your feelings because I based on that. Therefore, I'm sorry that I said you were a shoplifter. That works. I can understand that because you made a conclusion and you said something based on incomplete or inaccurate information. But if... You know, I, I, I try to think of an example that's not too inflammatory. You know, if somebody says, you know, hey, I've seen how you treat your kids and I think you're a bad father. No one said that to me yet, but okay, fine. Um, and then they came back and said, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. My thought is, well... If that's what you think, don't apologize for saying what you think. 
and I suppose there's some level of nuance of I still think it, but it was mean of me to say it out loud. I'm like, well, yeah, it was, but that's just because you're a mean person and you thought it, and so at least you have the integrity to say what you think out loud. I, I really, it sounds weird, but I'd, I'd give more credit to somebody that actually says that and says, oh, I've, I've thought you were a bad father for years, but I just haven't said anything because I'm a hypocrite. Like, well, wait, that's worse, you know. So that's. It's really, it, it's, it's interesting to, ref, the, so the, the deep introspection experience is realizing that my fault is going to be not acting on something. Th- that, um, you know, there's the, there's the, there's a Simpsons reference with the plot device of, you know, whatever, and Chief Wiggum is about to shoot Homer or whatever, and he says, okay, boys, you know, ready aim, keep aiming, aim some more, you know, there's that, you know, that'd be me. If I actually fire, I am not a ready fire aim guy. It's like, if I actually fire on something, um, I did it for a reason. Hmm. So trying to figure out, you know, I, I look not with not, not with envy, but with appreciation at people who are a little bit more, you know, quick, decisive. Hey, you know, I saw whatever, and boom, I did something. Again, the risk there is that you end up doing something that you regret, with like a deep regret of, oh, I, I just, I went off and I did that, and I shouldn't have done that. I have plenty of things in my life that I would have done differently knowing how they turned out or whatever, but that's different from saying, oh, I acted rashly or carelessly or irresponsibly. Um, and so that's kind of an interesting one to think through. And you can't really talk about it with people because it makes you sound like really arrogant. Of, well, I make decisions and they're good ones. Like, well, no, not at all. But, yeah, just that notion of, wow, I guess, yeah, being just just being really intentional about stuff. If I act, there is a reason behind that acting. So, that is my deep introspection experience. Chad, I hope you liked that. If not, you know, sorry, too bad. Um, where am I at for time? Ah, I've got, so, tangent. I've got something in my notes that didn't really... Uh, so, this is kind of interesting when you go back over your notes and say, oh, I didn't mention that. But this is the family reminiscencing story. I don't think I ever talked about my really weird domain experience with the .tk domain. Um, I own the site Tusen, T-U-S-E-N, .tk. And it's short in my world and in my, purpose, my purposes for Tusen Tuck, which is Norwegian. The literal translation is a thousand thanks. Uh, and it's Norwegian for thank you very much. There are equivalents in, in other Scandinavian languages. Uh, I go with Norwegian because that's where I learned it from. Uh, and I had the .tk domain is a free domain. It's another one of those Pacific Island domain things. And it it's it, it oh it was, it was a fascinating journey into the realm of DNS stuff, and it was just a mess. Uh, but I have this blog up there where I post. Um, you know, tiny slices of gratitude. Um, gratitude comes and goes as a meme. Sometimes people, wasn't there like a 30 days of thanks thing last month for Thanksgiving or whatever? I kind of missed that. I suppose that would have been a good tie-in. Uh, it's another one of my, you know, quote-unquote brilliant ideas, which probably 
also doesn't sound very humble, but the humor in that is they're not brilliant. They're just kind of dumb, and I do them. That's why it's fun to call them brilliant ideas, because they're not that brilliant. It's sarcasm. Uh, and there is no way to monetize this, and you could make the argument, well, not everything needs to be monetized, Derek, and that's true, but if there's really no reason for doing something that just duplicates what's out there by thousands of other sites on the planet, why do it? But I thought the domain was cool, so I did that. But I remembered my relative elf from Norway. An actual genuine Norwegian Norway. Go way, way back, and he'd be my uncle and X number of times removed somehow. And uh, way, way back in the early 80s when I was very young and hoping and planning to go to Norway someday, I don't know why I don't still have that passion, but I did back then. And we were talking about Norwegian. I had my little Norwegian English dictionary, etc. And we were talking about pronunciations. And he said, well, make sure, make sure, comment, reminder, he was correcting me that it's Tusen Tuck because Tusen Tuck is a thousand ceilings or roofs or something. Talk, pronounced like tick-tock, is a ceiling. Tuck is thank you. So that popped into mind as I was talking about like things that you know you say that you don't mean. If you say, you know, hey, a thousand ceilings to you, it might make sense to say, oh, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean that. But I, yeah, just one of those Again, random, random brain thing. Gotta love it. So with that, I think somewhere out there, I'm going to encourage you guys to subscribe to the Dweeb Thoughts feed. Uh, I'm not going to roll whatever my last thought was into the podcast because I don't exactly remember what it was. I suppose I could... Yeah, I'm not going to bother. I suppose I could find it. But um, feeds.aircast.com slash dweebthoughts or just go to dweebthoughts.com. Someday we'll weave those all together, but I don't think I'm going to mess with that, because instead I'm going to have the last of Matt's commute be the special voice request that Chad had put in. So I'm going to close the podcast, do our standard outro, etc., but keep listening, and you'll hear a special Christmas tweet. Treat. Not a tweet. Tweet me at E.M. Larson if you want, but a special Christmas treat. I'm really sorry I said tweet. I'm just, I I should have said that. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you for listening. 206-339-3742. Please call me what you think. And until next week, take care. Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com. You'd better watch out. You'd better not cry. You'd better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list and checking it twice. Gonna find out who's naughty and who's nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good, for goodness sake. Santa's a busy man. He has no time to play. He's got millions of stockings to fill on Christmas Day. Santa Claus is coming to town.